Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of The Last Life Podcast. This is my weekly gaming podcast where we use this one life to explore amazing worlds and discuss all things video games related. Tune in every week for new episodes and to support this show, please subscribe, comment and rate this podcast on your podcast platform of choice. You can email me any questions at amandamangames at gmail.com. That's amandamangames at gmail.com. All the various social media links will also be in the description. So we have Trevor on the other end because we have a lot to discuss today. What's up, Trevor? What's up, man? Guardian reporting in. <laughs> we have. I'm, I'm glad that you're here for this one because a bunch of stuff just got announced. So I think I, you know what? We'll just we'll just jump right in because we gotta talk about Sony's state of play. It's June. It's kind of the E3 season, but technically it's not E3. But it is sort of like kind of building up to that. We'll obviously go into it, you know, in terms of Sony State of Play, what what was announced. But I think I want to talk about something that I actually left for the end of this podcast. But you know what? We'll bring it up. What are your predictions for June and just this whole summer? I guess, you know what? Let's just stick with June. Because I don't know how long the summer is. We're in Canada. I have no clue. Let's just stick with June. What do you think is going to be announced in this month? Uh, nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing big. Uh, Nothing big. I, I, I honestly don't think we're going to see any really big announcements. I think like uh, this is the down year as a result of COVID. Um, I, I think we're seeing that already with, you know, like obviously Microsoft delaying their big games. Um, so I think we'll see some more from those uh, titles that are going to be coming early or who knows what time next year. Um and then, yeah, I mean, like, obviously, even Sony's lineup is starting to look a little thin now, um, unless they make some bigger announcements later on. Uh, so I, I don't think we're going to see anything too big, you know, maybe one or two surprises. Um, but I think we're just going to see a lot of smaller stuff and, and a lot of uh, updates on, on stuff we already know about. Well, you, so you don't think June is the time to announce God or Ragnarok and the release date? Uh, it, yeah, I think if they are going to announce it, it will. Well, that depends because when is the next state of play going to be? Because they they kind of just kicked off this summer with the state of play. So, um, if I don't see them having another one for a couple months, probably. So, I think the next time we hear from Sony might be August September, and then I think if we're going to that's when we'll hear about God of War if it's going to be coming this year or not. I mean, I do like the idea of them announcing it and saying, hey, by the way, it's out in like the next month or two. I wish all companies did that. I'm hoping that maybe they do like the Horizon Forbidden West route of just announcing it on the blog of, hey, by the way, it's coming out on this date. And we're like, oh shit, cool. Okay, <laughs> the biggest yeah. game of the year possibly. Well, so they they did it was about four months before the first God of War, right? Like when yeah. they announced the release date. So four twenty, yeah. <laughs> I guess if they did, I guess if they had one in mid July, I could see that. Um, yeah. Then that would align with like a November release or so. Um, I feel like honestly, like right now it looks empty, but I'm hoping, like you kind of mentioned, right? If there's enough small good games that come together at the right time, it could honestly be one of the best years possibly yeah i think Elden ring god of war come on (laughs) yeah i know honestly man this year's been amazing like i it was just really front loaded like i think this is one of the better years without a doubt um and then yeah we still we still have big games coming like um 
Saints is Saints Row this that's yeah, this August. year still. So I, I mean, who knows what that game will be? But uh, that that's a big game. Uh, Modern Warfare Two is yes. is still coming. That's a huge game, and then God of War. So I mean, you just take those three titles and add them to everything that's already come out this year, and you look at that, and you're like. That's a hell of a year. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, I know that, like, you know, I, I agree with the first three or four months that's being so front-loaded because we got games like Elden Ring, Horizon, Dying Light 2, Sifu, like, so much. And I'm, again, like, we're so lucky that we got this. You know, I feel like I, I, I would normally in any other years be like, oh, yeah, you know, I want all these big games to come out together so I have always something to play. But this year, it just feels like, you know what? If I had, like, a couple of more months for, with Eldering before everything just started popping off, I would have been a little bit happier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, like, totally. I think, like, just obviously, you know, we never went through a pandemic, uh, most of us. Yeah. And um, uh, especially the game industry in, in its current form. So this is just, it's it's not normal, right? Like, we it the pandemic buck the trend of you know you get like a few releases throughout the year and you get this big dump at the end of the year right like you just can't if you want to release a finished quality product you 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 got to release it when it's ready and um because of the way things went it the time's all over the place so this is just it's just not natural and you know i'm sure it'll correct itself over time but uh yeah i just think you know last year was a good example and this year is just kind of continuing on from that yeah trend. and don't you find it weird that usually it's always like the december time that all these companies are trying to hit with big games so for me i'm like right this is the first time where i'm like oh no nothing's really releasing at the end of the year last year we got halo for the horizon 5 to name a, a few right there were obviously other games but like this year obviously we have we're getting a call of duty i mean actually i should also mention battlefield i, I know battlefield wasn't big in a sense, or didn't do as well, but it was still a battlefield, right? So this year, obviously, we'll talk about that game like in a bit. But you know, Close to Protocol is supposed to come out this year. Stalker Two is still supposed to come out this year. I don't know, hundred percent. Really? Everything. Like I'm not sure, right? I, I wasn't delayed. Yeah, that I, I I don't remember hearing if it got delayed, but I just can't imagine that game coming out this year because it was it was already delayed to like December, wasn't it? Yeah. So it was yeah. in Feb and then it got delayed to December. It got to December. And then, I mean, obviously they're in a country that's in a war. So they're, yeah. I just can't imagine that they would be able to still get it out. So that one has to be coming out next year. Exactly. Right. So I'm just like, I'm just waiting for those games to kind of take those slots and be like, you know what, God or Ragnarok November or something, you know, or, I mean, I don't, obviously, the, I, I, we're going we're to jump into You know what? Let's just jump into State of Play because there's a lot of games there yeah. that I want to kind of talk about. And uh, I mean, out of out of 10, what would you yes. re review the State of Play? Like, what do you think? Like, I'm, I'm, I think they set up our expectations correctly. Third party, PSVR 2 information. Oh, no, not PSVR 2, just VR games. And then that's it. That's kind of how they just left it. So what do you think? Yeah, I I thought it was solid. Um, it was one of the best State of Plays I've seen in a long time. I, I would give it a, I would give it an 8. Yeah, I think it was a strong aid. I was hoping for some other game, but I'm like, you know what? They did say third party and stuff like that. So I'm like, okay, whatever. But we'll jump into the first game. Resident Evil 4 Remake officially got announced. Looks really good. Yeah. Uh, are you a big RE4 fan? I know you played RE7, but what about RE4? Yeah, so I played, uh, definitely played 7. I also played 8 and really like both yeah, of them. Yeah, that was enough, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, I've always loved Resident Evil. Um, I, I mean, obviously, I didn't love the 
the bad ones, like six. Yeah. And I, I thought three was fine. Um, but, you know, I loved one, loved two. Um, and I thought four was, was a great game. So I definitely look forward to uh, playing the remake of that one for sure. I think it'll be perfect for someone like myself who I tried playing RE4. I uh, didn't really like the controls. Maybe like, I mean, I like, I don't know if it was just me, but like, you know, you just stop and then shoot versus you know, run and gunning. Yeah. And like, was that a thing with RE4 before as well? Or like, or like any, all the other RE games? Well, the four was the first one that went more in the action direction. Um, and yeah, actually I'm kind of blanking, but I do remember, yeah, I, you kind of had to stop and shoot in that one. Yeah. So it was the first one that kind of took you behind the, behind the, behind the, uh, like go to third person action. In the third person route. action. Yeah. Whereas everything else was kind of different angles and whatnot. I I mean I loved Resident Evil 2 remake, so I'm kinda excited for this. So Resident Evil 3 remake was okay, and like you said, like Resident Evil 3 in general, from what I've heard, is okay. Like that's accepted. <laughs> yeah. I hope they I hope they uh you know really uh try to make the gameplay better. Like I like I hope that, you know, it feels much more modern and like they do stuff like uh, if that was the case where you you did it couldn't move and shoot that you you can now and um, I think just typically uh, like unless you're trying to be a really re- faithful remake uh, it's always better to try to modernize as much as possible. Yeah, no, I I agree. And obviously going on to the next one, I know you're the biggest VR fan out there. So you know, <laughs> Resident Evil Seven VR got announced and uh, I just uh, Resident I keep saying Seven Resident Evil Eight VR got announced. Um, I remember playing RE7 in VR because I remember the PSVR came out, Resident Evil 7 also came out, and trying it, it was freaky. It was surprisingly like engaging, especially for someone like myself who never had a VR headset before. Um, whereas but, but, but with RE8 VR, I feel like it won't be as scary. Like I don't know if you felt that with Resident Evil 7, there was like a sense of like urgency and like you just this horror. Whereas Resident Evil 8 was like couple of moments where you feel like a little scared it's like the first castle area but then all the other parts were like all right let's uh with my shotgun you know let's just go let's go in there yeah so obviously i i'm not a big vr fan um i don't own a vr headset at this time so i think ps uh vr2 will possibly be my first uh headset and um i would love to play our re8 again in vr if it's uh good because it's a hell of a game <laughs> yeah and i mean obviously the uh, next two i think we don't really talk about too much unless you have anything to kind of talk about where uh, with walking dead saints to sinners 2 so it's a game that was already out the second the sequel is coming coming to psvr 2 no man's sky vr i've heard really good things about no man's sky in general i haven't really played it but the vr version is supposed to be like even better definitely want to try it out i want to talk about this one horizon call of the mountain vr okay so obviously we knew this was a thing when I first saw the trailer, I was like, oh, it's like, you know, like a, you're on like a roller coaster, right? Of like you're on, a, on like a boat and you're just, you know, shooting a bow and arrow. I'm like, makes sense, bow and arrow, horizon. Okay, so that's what they're doing. But then they stop and you actually get out and it's kind of like gives me Half-Life Alex vibes. And I'm like, oh, wow. So this is, the idea is cool. You're just climbing up the mountain. So obviously it's not open world, but you get to sections that are open and you're like moving around. So, like you said, you're kind of invested in, in getting the PSVR too. Is this going to be the first game you would want to what you would want to play? Uh probably. I mean, it, it kind of makes it seems like it's going to make the best use of the technology. So we'll have to see when it actually comes out what it is and and kind of like what people think of it. But what I saw looked really interesting, and um, 
I would definitely be into giving it a shot. I mean, I, I really do like Horizon, so uh, a little bit Horizon fatigue at this point. So, but <laughs> but being in VR will probably be uh, make it fresh enough that I I'll get into it. I I was hoping that they would announce Half Life Alex for PSVR two as well because that I think I think that is something that's unbeatable. And you've played Half Life, the Half Life games, right? And so yep. I mean. Half-Life Alex is something that you need to experience for what it is. And I'm telling you, like, when you actually play it, when you're in there, it shows you what is possible with virtual reality. And, like, after that, I just want to, I just wish there was, like, a God of War VR game. Because <laughs> I want to be there. I just want to see what things look like in that space. Yeah. I think for me, personally, I want more vr games to require less effort as bad as that yeah. sounds like i don't want to have to be standing up and oh, yeah. moving around all the time and i just want more experiences where like hey i could throw a headset on and sit in my chair or i can't stand up if i want and uh i can use a controller like a regular controller or the uh the the actual vr controllers so uh i think always when i think about that stuff i'll have like even like half like half life alex like um from what i understand that one is very requires you to be up and about and stuff like that and uh, like honestly when i just think about that i just get tired yeah. <laughs> <laughs> too much cardio yeah i mean um i took video games typically is is a relaxing time for me so i guess that's why i'm just not super excited by it but i mean once i actually experience it for myself my tune my change for sure i mean like yeah with half-life alex like you do move around with like you have like a thumbstick so you're moving around you can look around with the other thumbstick as well um it's yeah when it comes to shooting you have to literally bring the weapon out uh reload uh you know and obviously you have like this like set of weapons behind your back so you're just pulling it out of your back which is kind of funny yeah but you know like obviously <laughs> because of that and like yeah, like you said like there are times when you're aiming at something and i've again i've never you know actually you know experience this with a gun or anything like that for like that like length of time but holding a gun up for a while is tiring like that is yeah it's like it's like almost like you're like having like a plate of weight in your hand and you're just holding it up and you're just doing like a shoulder workout that's kind of what it feels i'm like oh my god like i'm like shooting at something i'm like oh, i gotta take a second man <laughs> yeah well if you if you just think about it like you know obviously it's not no comparison but paintball if you go and play a match of paintball, that's work. Like yeah. you're you're out there running, your arms getting tired, holding the gun up, and uh, getting hit is not fun, especially if you get smoked in the face or something. Um, you just compare paintball to playing a match of Call of Duty, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, in VRs, you're kind of getting into that half, you know, kind of halfway on both. So definitely requires some effort. Um, so yeah, I just every like I've heard about some VR games where like there's more games where they're kind of you're playing like third person type games in vr but you're just more immersed because you can look around and use your head yeah. as a camera type thing so those kind of experiences are what kind of are starting to get me a little more excited as opposed to something like half-life or horizon yeah. um, but like i said i have not experienced them for myself yet so once i do you know maybe i'll be more into it i know i'm excited to get more details i'm really excited for the for the next headset um obviously the next one the next story now, I think, or the next thing that was in the theater of play. I mean, all PlayStation fans are so uh, are probably going to be unhappy about this. You know, if you think about it, this is the end <laughs> of PlayStation as we know it. Spider-Man is going to the P going to PC. The one thing that was a PlayStation thing. I mean, obviously, I'm you and I are big PC fans, and we love this. But I've I've just kind of I was very curious to like what the the public sentiment was for this. I guess the PlayStation fans and 
I just say not a lot of them are happy. <laughs> that's what I'm going to is that is that actually the case? That's really stupid, man. Like, yeah. um, when I was watching the state of play on um, PlayStation's YouTube channel, and the chat on there was actually very positive. When uh, oh wow, when they announced that it was coming to PC, like a lot of people were excited. Like, uh, I can't remember was what was right before it, and it was like kind of negative, and then all of a sudden when this came on, everyone was all excited and everything. So, um, yeah, I mean. <laughs> Oh man! Whenever I hear about people mad about more like games being available to more people, that's just so infuriating. Um, yeah, and I mean, like, uh, like let's face it, like PC is the superior platform. Like that's where you're going to get the, you know, if you have the hardware, for FPS. And yeah, that's boost. when you're going to get the the top performance and everything. So, um, I just don't understand why anyone would want to. Uh, be upset about that um i love this more more bring more games to the pc plays uh day and date even would would be the best um yeah i honestly I'm, i mean i'm kind of hoping for grand turismo 7 to come out on pc as well because i i love it on the playstation but like my wheel setup is like on my pc and i'm like i have to bring my ps5 back and forth i would love it if on the pc i can just buy it there <laughs> yeah and, and that's the thing too is like to me like like I prefer PC over everything because I have always have the best experience on a PC. Like I, I have the best gra- Typically, you you have the best graphics. Everything looks good. Higher resolution, higher frame weight. You have you know more flexibility to achieve that kind of stuff if you have if you have the means, right? Like yeah, you can add more memory. You can get a better video card. You know, get a nicer monitor and and all that stuff. But PC always complement it. Like consoles always complement my PC. Like yeah. I, I will never just want a PC because there's just so many times where I want a big screen. I want yeah. the full sound Home theater. System. Yep. I want to sit in a, a comfy chair. I don't want to be in an office chair anymore. Right. So uh, I, you know, that's one of the things that I, I love that Xbox does is that they are embracing that multi-platform experience more and more where you have cross saves and cross buy and, uh, all games are coming out on both day and date, so I have that flexibility to jump between them. I could play on my computer, have that experience, and then when I'm more tired and just want to relax, I could go play on my consoles. And I just want Sony to do the same thing. I don't even care if Sony brings their games to other platforms other than PC. Like, great, keep them on your PlayStation, but just open them up to PC. It's just... yeah. You know, it's it, it's crazy to me, and I think they're obviously realizing it. They're seeing success with the other games; otherwise, they wouldn't be bringing Spider-Man there. So, this is leaving money on the table. It just makes no sense, especially with how expensive games are these days. Honestly, I think I think the first game that will be day and date with PS5, PS4, and PC is going to be the Last of Us Factions or the multiplayer live service game. That they for, they need to make that free to play. I, I I get if they want to charge us or whatever if they charge us, it should it should be like a, a like a minimal entry fee. Yeah. But I think they need to go the free to play free to play route and be like, you know what, cross play PC, PS five, PS four, go for it. That they want to do this, and I feel like they can't be like, oh, only PlayStation. It's like no, no, no. For live service games, you gotta put it on PC. Yeah, yeah, and that's another thing. That's a that's a perfect point, right? Like live service games live and die by their player base yeah um so you need as many players as you can and by limiting the platforms people can play on you're limiting that player base 
Exactly. And obviously, we'll, we'll talk about the next game that I know you're super excited for, <laughs> a game called Stray, which is basically like an action-adventure cyberpunk world, and you're a cat. Uh, I don't know how the action works. I feel like there's like some action, but uh, it looks cool. I, like I was telling you, like I love anything that is cyberpunk-ish. Like I'm just ready to jump in. Other than the, the fact of the, obviously we can put the game aside because we want to, I want to talk about something else, which is very, very interesting. And I did not expect to kind of see this in action so quickly is the fact that this game will be available with PS Plus premium and extra. Obviously, it's really annoying with these tiers, but basically the two expensive tiers, you will get this game day and day. So what, is, what does this mean? Like are you seeing this now, are we going towards the game pass route? No. Uh, I I can confidently say that, especially because Stray did not appeal to me. Um, and it, it, it is a smaller title, right? It's not a big blockbuster. And I think you are going to see more of this from PlayStation. You're going to see some smaller titles day and date, absolutely, um, which is great. Uh, and, and that makes that service a little more attractive than it currently is. Um, but you're not going to... I don't think this is... Um, the path forward to the big name games being on there um, day one. So uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's great. Like they need stuff like this to make that service to attract, attractive to people. Like I know you said right away, like I'm going to get the service just for this game. Like yeah. they, that's what they're trying to achieve. They're trying to get some people in the door with titles like this. Um, but yeah, I mean, the actual game just doesn't appeal to me. It's just, uh, just this, this didn't look interesting to me. That's all. Um, I made the joke. I'm a dog guy over a cat, <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, it, it's just uh, that style of game is just it, they have like I'm. Uh, there's been uh, similar games that I like got into later because well, I mean, even um, Nobody Saves the World earlier this year was you know definitely quite a different game, but in the similar style, it was a smaller like budget type game that did something really interesting that really hooked me. And if I hear strays doing something really interesting, um, I will definitely check it out. But if it's just a kind of a adventure puzzle type game, uh, probably pass. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm hoping the way they're kind of presenting it is that it's going to have a cool story, but who knows? I feel like we've yeah. been all burnt with Cyberpunk games recently, so <laughs> we'll, we'll actually, I, like, I thought the style and everything looked really cool. It was the yeah. game, play, the gameplay that turned me off more than anything. Yeah, no, exactly. And I mean, we can definitely talk about the next game because that's a gameplay setup that I love because I should actually ask you first, like, are you a Dead Space fan? Have you played the three games? Um, so I played some of Dead Space 1. I never finished it and I never did play 2 or 3. Um, I always kind of wanted to go back and play uh, 3. That one always looked interesting to me. Um, but I I just like uh, after a while, the time passed and didn't want, never went back to it. The remake's coming out in Jan, so you yeah. might as well wait. But yeah, I'll play surprisingly, surprisingly, this game, Closer Protocol, which is being made by the creator of, of Dead Space, is coming out in December. I, I guarantee you that they were like, all right, Dead Space comes out in January. Let's put this in December. There has to be some internal conversation. And from what I saw, it, it looks like Dead Space. It looks awesome. It looks fun. And I'm pretty excited. I think other than Saints Row and, of course, Modern Warfare 2, in terms of what's been announced, this is like one of my top games that I'm excited for for the rest of the year. This game looks surprisingly good. I'm hoping that it hits all those horror notes. Uh, with that, we can go to the next game, which is 
Rollerdrome. This was surprisingly interesting. I did not expect to be that interested in this game. But imagine Tony Hawk, obviously with roller skates, and you're just shooting people. Like, and like, what do you think about this game? I thought it looked cool. I'm, I'm right? the exact same. Like uh, the kind of Tony Hawk plus the shooting. Uh, it's an interesting idea. I, I definitely uh, that was actually one of the highlights of this um, of the of everything on here that uh, I kind of walked away thinking like, oh, I that one's one I want to check out for sure. Right, exactly. And uh, the next one, obviously, like not something that is, is maybe for me or about, I don't know about about yourself. But it's a game called Eater Knife, which is like a Devil May Cry slash dating sim from if i <laughs> if i heard that correctly there was, there was a, it was a scene right they were like hold r2 to like hold hands yeah <laughs> uh yeah i mean that one looked interesting the only thing that turned me off about that one is that it looked very quick timey the, yeah. the combat yeah, yeah. i saw a lot of quick times and i was like eh. um so i mean if that is just a small part of it um i'll be more interested in um i did give uh what was it called the xbox one uh, boyfriend dungeon or whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so um, I'm definitely down for a dating sim. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's another one, right? There's the pigeon one. Um, oh right. I had had a full boyfriend, something like that. Yeah. Maybe you gotta. You just gotta. You gotta. You gotta try out Doki Doki Literature Club because yeah, that hey, is something. That is something. If it's got a good gameplay to it, I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. You know what? Talking about gameplay, actually, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave two games till the end. We'll actually first talk about Tunic. So it's great that Tunic is coming to PlayStation. This is a game that I've been playing and I really love it. It's like an awesome Zelda-like game. Definitely recommend it if you have a Switch, if you have a Game Pass, it's there. Uh, Season, A Letter to the Future. This was, I don't know, it, it, I wasn't like really sold the gameplay because like, let's be honest, there is none in a sense. Um, it is more story focused or story based. What did you think about it? Like, is this something that you could say, you know what, like, let me jump in or jump into it? Or you're like, no, you know what, this is like a walking simulator of sorts. It's not really interesting. Yeah, I mean, it, it was, it didn't look interesting to me. I, this is going to just have to be another case of like when it comes out, if there's good buzz around it, I might check it out. Um, but otherwise, I mean, it's just a little too slow for my taste. Yeah. By the looks of it. And I'm, okay, so the, the next one, this is a game like that I got so hyped for. Uh, like I had my fighting stick, uh, like where, where I was sitting when I was watching it. I was just like bringing it out. I, I had nothing to connect it to, but I was just like looking at it at that point because <laughs> I was so excited to use yeah. it again. And Street Fighter VI finally got announced. It's disappointing that it releases next year. I was really hoping that it somehow comes out this year, but fine, 2023. But it actually looks really, really good. Like so, what did you? What's your what's your experience with Street Fighter and fighting games in general? And then what's your what do you think about Street Fighter Six? Yeah, so minor correction, uh, it was announced already, but and okay. If you recall, they had the logo, the oh yeah, uh, the logo everyone hated. Uh, <laughs> so I want to point out that they were very adamant that they listened to your feedback and yeah. went a different direction with it, um, and it was a. Uh, good improvement. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I have a long history with Street Fighter. Uh, I was never the ha- hardest hardcore Street Fighter player. Um, I played the hell of it in arcades, or, and that was probably the peak of when I really loved it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I have so many fond memories of Street Fighter playing. Street, I still remember getting Super Street Fighter 2 and how excited I was on, on uh, my Super Nintendo. And uh, I, I continue to play Street Fighter over the years, just at different levels. Um, I didn't play Street Fighter 5, though. I've, I have not played Street Fighter 5 yet. Uh, just 
uh, kind of fell off uh, fighting games at this point. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, I was playing some Street Fighter Four just last week, and I am um, I'm ready for another Street Fighter. Yeah. And this and this video got me very excited. It was it was a good presentation. Um, I love that they're adding more around the edges. Like the, obviously, you kind of saw what looked like a semi open world type thing. I don't know yeah. how far they're going to go with that. Um, but that was just kind of cool, just having a guy run around the world and doing a dragon punch. Yeah. Uh, that was this cool idea. So I, I'm super excited to see what they're going to do with all that. Um, I hope it's more than just a kind of um, a hub to before getting into fights or anything like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, I like the style. I think it looks great. Um, I, yeah, I'm excited. I like that it looks well, um, a little bit weightier than yeah. uh, previous Street Fighters where it's a little more floaty and, and quicker. This one looks like it's a little more deliberate, um, which is kind of to my flavor. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm excited. I want more. Want to see more. Um, obviously disappointed as well that it's not going to be till next year. But I guess that's par for the course right now. And I I always wanted to get into Street Fighter, and I, I remember playing five. But one thing that always kind of always pulled me toward Mortal Kombat was like you said, the weight behind punches or kicks. Like with Mortal Kombat, when you hit someone. You feel that you hit hit them, right? You the the animation, the way they work with Street yep. Fighter, you just see like a little like shine that kind of pops up, like comic book style, and it's like, all right, cool. Like I I get, I know that I'm like bring your health down, but it doesn't feel that way. But in in this, they kind of combined it so so perfectly. I'm like I'm like wow, like I'm really liking these animations. Yeah, I I'm the same. I kind of gravitated towards uh, Mortal Kombat, especially in my later years. Um, I think like the last Street Fighter. I don't even know the last Street Fighter I played really seriously. Probably four was the last one, and then was really good. after that, it was kind of just Mortal Kombat for the most part, and and some tech in here and there. Um, but yeah, this one it's got me excited. I think I'm getting a little bit burnt out by the Mortal Kombat's. They just kind of uh, as great as they are, and they keep getting better. But it's this kind of minor improvements uh, at this point. So I'm hoping this Street Fighter is going to be that a bigger step especially i think one of the things that turned me off from five was um because like playing the mortal kombat games uh, like i'm not i, I realize i'm not going to play any of these games enough to be really competitive so this scene where mortal kombat has just so much around the edges of it like yeah amazing single player uh very cinematic uh, great stories um, and then just lots of modes and things like the crypt and just lots to do that keep someone like me who's not going to again not you know be at super competitive uh, online or anything like that to have just a really good time with the game for you know I, I think the Mortal Kombat 11 I probably put like I'm sure I put like close to 40 hours or more into it just mostly single player the story um, was so good. Yeah. Even the aftermath yeah. DLC was so good. Yeah. Oh, I know all the characters they added, like adding yeah. like Terminator and Robocop. Robocop. And I just <laughs> love playing all that stuff. So um and then all every again, just that that's one of the best parts about Mortal Kombat is, you know, all the stuff around the edges, like the fatalities and uh even in eleven, all the little quips they had at each other and stuff. Like yeah. those little things just go a long ways. Um so I, yeah, I'm just hoping Street Fighter Adds a little more than they have in the past. Like five, just felt like, uh, like felt like what look. It just looked like you know, um, a, a solid redesign of the engine and 
yeah. and not much around it. Well, obviously there wasn't even a story when it came out and uh, they didn't add it to later. And I have a feeling that it is not up to par with what moral NetherRealm is doing with Mortal Kombat. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, you know what? Next year, it might be exciting because it's very possible that the new Injustice game might also come out next year because they, they always kind of go back and forth between those games and it's time for them to release a new game. And it's been a while since Tekken 7 came out. So yeah. Tekken 8 next year, <laughs> Tekken, Street Fighter, Injustice, all in one year. Oh. I'm, I'm really curious what is happening with NetherRealm though because it, there was rumors yeah. that they were working on Injust, Injustice, the next one, but then because there were, they were potentially were going to get sold that they actually went back to Mortal Kombat. Um, Sony buy them, please. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually be, that'd be interesting if Sony did buy them. PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale 2 confirmed? <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's one thing about me. I'm not big on the um, Smash-like fighting games. I'm more more towards the traditional ones. Yeah, I mean, a multiverses is definitely worth a check out because it's free to play technically, obviously right now still in the alpha phase. Yeah, But yeah, like that, that fighting style is so hectic. Yeah. Like there, you have, there's so many different things because I remember I trying to get into Smash Brothers when, it, when the new one came out. And like, just like what you see people do online, I'm like, is that even a button on the controller? Like, what are you doing? But you know, <laughs> whereas like Mortal Kombat, you can tell the combos, they're like parrying, they're kind of putting, up, putting them up in the air. I'm like, oh, I see. So I'm with yeah. you on that. It's really yeah. hard to get into those. Yeah. <laughs> but next one, obviously, this one, again, another game I'm really excited for. I thought it was going to come out this year, but I guess fine. Okay, you know what? Next year, Final Fantasy 16, they showed gameplay. Uh, one thing I want to note is Final Fantasy 14 is obviously huge. Uh, story is known to be like the best Final Fantasy stories ever. So the team behind that and the writers behind that are the ones working on this. So there's a lot going behind Final Fantasy 16. Are you excited for this one? <laughs> Oh, 100%. Uh, especially after that uh, last uh, trailer or little... I'm not sure if, how much gameplay was in there, but um, yeah, I'm excited. Like, that looks awesome. Um, I was not... I didn't love 15, and this seems like they're moving away from a lot of what was done in 15. Yeah. Uh, so kind of more towards... I think some of it looked a little more like the remake, um, which... I never got super into the remake. I do plan to go back to it. Um, but yeah, I mean, like 16, it looks awesome. <laughs> it's, yeah. It feels like the older Final Fantasies that I used to love. So that's that's got me excited. I, I'm kind of excited because they're going more of like the medieval high fantasy route, like almost like Witcher yeah. kind of style. And because I, I love, you know, Final Fantasy VII remake. I've, I'm, I'm basically at the last year. Yeah, and you just finished that. But like, I really enjoyed that. Uh, Final Fantasy 15 as well. It's like, you know, a very modern into the future, but sort of in the past kind of a game. So I was always like, you know, like there's obviously the fantasy aspect of it. And I'm like, what if like, you know, you were in a spot with like dragons and medievalness and all that stuff. So what what that interested me automatically. I'm like, oh, this is really cool. So, you know, it's not like there's going to be like ramen cup of noodles, like ads <laughs> everywhere. Like they were in Final Fantasy 15. I remember. Yeah, yeah. I'm so excited just because it looks like a perfect game for me just because of medieval like setup me too absolutely um so, yeah it just it just uh the i'm excited because i uh, like um one of the biggest things is uh with those type of games is the gameplay right like yes it it they have to one thing i love about final fantasy is they're not scared to innovate on the gameplay and try new stuff like we saw that 
throughout the years, even from seven to eight, uh, the turn-based ones always had like, you know, little improvements or changes in it. Um, they never really stick to one thing. And then um, same thing with 10 and then especially with 13 where they kind of, you know, really like took some uh, big steps there and yeah. did things totally different. This looks like they are going to be doing something a little more different again, which has me excited. And it does look like it's going a little bit more in the action direction. Yeah. Um, I just think like that kind of stuff is more exciting to me now. Um, so yeah, just I'm excited. Can't wait to see I know. More, hear more. I, I, like it just looks good. It looks awesome. I know. I mean, I'm I, I like I obviously don't want to throw away this this other game that's coming out by Squareness, which is Forspoken. But like you know, when when this Forspoken coming out in Final Fantasy 16, I'm like ugh, like I don't know. I I want to be interested for Forspoken, but it is not pulling me in, even though they're they're hitting the same notes in a yeah. sense. And obviously, I mean, I think you're talking about RPGs and stuff. We should definitely talk about this next thing. It wasn't really a big announcement because, you know, like EA just gives you drip information at this point. But Dragon Age has a name, the new Dragon Age, called Dreadwolf. For, so I, I've only played, I've played Dragon Age Origins, but I never finished it. I played a bunch of it. And I played Dragon Age Inquisition to its completion. I did, like, everything. I actually did not know that there were absolute dragons until... Dragon Age Inquisition. I don't know. That was like a part of the game that you go kill the dragons. I killed those dragons. I loved Inquisition. I know that a lot of people didn't like it as as much. But I mean, what what do you think? Are you excited for Dragon Age at all? Like, what are you looking forward to for this game? Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I loved every Dragon Age, including two. I I know a lot of people didn't like two, and uh, I get their complaints 100%. I had the same ones. it was very small. They repeated environments, sent you back to areas a lot. Um, little things just like whatever. This cave was blocked off before and now it's open and yeah. uh, everything. But I, I enjoyed the story in two. I thought the characters were great. Um, and the combat was, was very good. It, it reminded me of uh, a lot of Origins. So uh, Inquisition, I enjoyed it as well. That one was... Um, it felt a bit much by the end like it was very long and um i don't feel like they did enough throughout that long period to make it to keep it fresh it just felt like it dragged a little bit and the story was it wasn't horrible but um it wasn't great either so um yeah honestly i think inquisition would probably be my least favorite of the three so it but i i still liked it a lot um i love a great rpg so uh, the fact that they are trying to go back to their roots a little bit with this, by the sounds of it, like there was a, I, I guess it was all rumors, but they were trying to make it re- very live service like, and then yeah, kind of with how Anthem went, and uh, they kind of pulled back on some of that, and they're just it sounds like they're just trying to make a solid RPG. So give me a great story, give me great combat, a nice, an awesome world, and yeah, I'm in. I know. I'm- I'm- I'm super excited. Like I've just, I just want like that old school Bioware RPG. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I love Mass Effect games. I haven't played Andromeda, but I hear that it's better. Yeah. So I feel like I want, I want to jump in. It's on Game Pass, so I'm definitely thinking about jumping into it sometime. Yeah, like, and that's the thing. Like, I feel like we've just been so deprived of those kinds of RPGs for so long that I'm like, you know what? Like, whatever they make, I'm just, I'm gonna be getting it. Like, as soon as it comes out. I'm a little interested to see what happens if because apparently EA is shopping around. They're looking for people to buy them, like which is which kind of seems a little sad that they're like, hey, buy us, you know, Comcast, Disney. I, I, it's, it's the, the, the companies that they went to, 
Disney, Apple, Amazon, Comcast. So I don't know what will happen if they go to a company like that. I don't know if that's a good thing, but yeah. I just hope that it doesn't interfere with Bioware and them doing their work. Yeah, I just feel like, yeah, what is Bioware even today now? <laughs> yeah, what, what was the last game by them? Uh, Anthem, right? Like, I think that was the last one. I think Anthem was the last one, right? Like, yeah, they, Legendary, they, Legendary Edition, I guess, technically. Yeah, at least that, that was good, which is gives us some promise. But I mean, like, really, I think Mass Effect 3 was their last, like, real good game. And then ever since then, it's been kind of downhill. And I know... A lot of people don't love three, but I thought it was a it was a good good enough finish to that trilogy. Yeah, I love Mass Effect three. Like I know people have an issue with that, but like for me, like all the way till the end, like the story is still so vivid yeah. in my mind, and like the things that they deal with, the stuff that we as humans have dealt with, and you know, just the way, and even at the end, you know, I've I had like emotions, and this was like all the way in twenty eleven. I still feel it, so I'm just like I'm like I don't know. It's, I just I I just hate that a game like that isn't available right now you know something doesn't exist anymore yeah. but they have said they're working on mass effect so it should be coming out another game that really hit me to the core Call of Duty modern warfare 2 uh way back when when that story came out oh my god i mean everyone knows the the big level in that game that that's been spoken about like to death at this point uh no pun intended but <laughs> modern warfare 2 apparently is being revealed like gameplay wise uh next week so like, are, are you hoping that this is a step away from Vanguard gameplay-wise? Like, what do you think? Well, like, I, I just want to know what the difference needs to be in this day and age to make you excited. I know Call of Duty will always put you in because it's Call of Duty, but what sort of gameplay improvements can they actually make to something that just does so well? Like, honestly, um, I know a lot of people do not love Vanguard, but I think, like, when Vanguard works, it is the best playing Call of Duty ever. Um, again, when it works, um, <laughs> but it feels very good. Like the gameplay feels very good. The guns feel very good. Um, movement, sliding, all that is, it's very fluid. Uh, mantling over stuff is very fluid. Um, it, it plays really well when it works. So I, I hope they don't move away from that too much. I mean, Modern Warfare played very well too. I mean, they're all, they're both based on similar engines, um so or the same engine just probably tweaked um so yeah i mean they they kind of talk about this as a new era for it so um i'm not quite and and more stuff about new engine and improvements and stuff so i i'm very interested to see what they're coming going to come up with um i mean to get me excited i <laughs> it with call of duty it's tough right to it's because it's just it's more of the same, but it's always just iterative improvements, new maps, new guns, um, some new modes. So, I, I honestly, I just kind of want a, a solid Call of Duty. Um, I don't need to get too excited about anything. I do want them to do some new stuff. And I just hope this one's good, it's especially since it's going to be the one we're going to have for a couple of years, probably. Yeah. Um, but I just, you know, Call of Duty is... Uh, I, I'm fine with what Call of Duty is. It's to me, it is just it's just fun. It, it's just I'm not going there for realism. Um, I just want something that feels. I want good shooting, fast paced multiplayer action, and yeah. that's what I come to Call of Duty for. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, Modern Warfare in general has 
been just the, the start of, of, of this Call of Duty trend that started after that. And I mean, I'm just excited for it because it just takes me back to Modern Warfare 2 and when I played that and had just such amazing memories of playing that game online. And they're obviously kind of like continuing with that remake uh, thing of, of like continuing that story, which is awesome because the Modern Warfare story was pretty cool. It was more down to earth, uh, dealing with real stuff. And I was like, okay, this is really cool. And then Modern Warfare 2 seems to be working on that. I think for me, it's just like, as long as it's, it's a good, fun game, it had, doesn't have Battlefield 2042 like issues or anything like that. As long as it's fun, that's all yeah. that matters. Yeah, I just give me a good, solid, functional game <laughs> yeah uh, that will get me excited right like i just have it work well um be like and i know this is a lot to ask for a lot of developers but call of duty has proven that they can can do it not well um but keep delivering like content right like yeah um that's what keeps me going back all the time is like when they're adding new guns, adding new maps, new modes, like little things like just adding like new playlists like every week and like trying things. Um, yeah, that is awesome. Like they, like they've even in Vanguard they've all added like multiple different modes throughout the year, um, and like they've added some cool stuff. Like they added one one time called Expose, which was like literally put. Um, you can always see the mini map, I believe, and you can always see the dot. So, like, you, it's really hard to camp um, because anyone can find you. But um, they also highlight you like Halo, like you get oh. like a red glow around uh, the character. Yeah. So actually, it made camping and sniping very easy because you can <laughs> see people across the map very easily. Oh and that's God. actually how I got into. Like, I've never been really good as a sniper in these games, and um, this was my opportunity because I'm like, okay, well, if I could see people from far away very easily uh this will make it easier and it did and i actually got pretty good with snipers because of it so those little things like that's why i want to see more of like yeah. like keep trying more stuff um but at the same time like uh the problem they've had recently in the last few years is that in doing this they they tend to break stuff a lot <laughs> so um yeah that's very important so just uh stable game with a lot of innovation I know Battlefield 2042. Take notes, please. Because... <laughs> yeah, well, that's a good comparison, right? Uh, if you look at Call of Duty, and in months you got new guns, new maps, new modes. Um, whereas Battlefield, Snoop Dogg skins, you got like all these cool things being added. Yeah, and then on Battlefield, you got a scoreboard. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, that scoreboard, oh, hard work. That was hard work putting it in there. Yeah, and I get it. Development's hard. Things when things go bad, things go bad. But um, that will in the game industry where there's just so many options, those things will make and break you. And, you know, even something like Halo is, is not immune to it as we're seeing. Yeah. And obviously I'm even with Halo, I mean, a free game that is giving you all this stuff, you know, obviously game modes aside, they're giving you like basically some of the best FPS gameplay. And like, you know, I, like I showed you on Reddit, like the threads that are there about the complaints and then, you know, Battlefield 3042, that's like pays full price. Oh yeah, by the way, no scoreboard right now. And then yeah. oh, my, the new season's coming out. We're gonna add two maps. You deserve it. It's like, what? <laughs> what are you doing? It's, oh, that that game's crazy, man. I just can't believe how bad that one went. Like <laughs> um they literally yeah, I don't know. I'm super, I would love to know what numbers are like on some of these games and stuff. Like I just wish one day that it comes out um, you know, like more information on some of these games. Like uh like postmortems of 
You yeah. know, we rushed it out. How much money did they make? How much did the game cost? Was it worth it? Like, what you know, like had they delayed it for a year, would it and come out? You know, like that's the thing. Can you imagine had they delayed that game to this year, um, even and put it out even like in the middle of this year when there's nothing out? Yeah. Um, and it and having it polished and so much, uh, you know, more variety and all that stuff, like. It could have been a hit, honestly. Um, so, yeah, I mean, interesting times. Look, with EA, no game is safe, but I, I really <laughs> do hope that this game is safe because Star Wars Jedi Survivor, uh, which is uh, the, the sequel to Fallen Order. Was that Fallen Order? Yeah, Fallen Order. Yep. Uh, it's coming out next year, 2023. And I mean, this is more Star Wars. Uh, did, how did you did you enjoy it? Was it Cal Kestis? I'm assuming that's his name. Like his adventures? Yeah, I I mean I I love that game. It uh, Fallen Order was my favorite Star Wars game. I'm not a Star Wars fan whatsoever. Yeah, uh, I have a little bit of nostalgia as a kid with the machines walking around. I don't even yeah. know their names. Eighty um, eighty eighty. I think. Yeah, 80, 80. like that that kind of stuff. I remember as a kid. I always thought was cool. Um, but honestly, I just I'm. I'm more of a fantasy than a, a sci-fi person, so this Star Wars has never grabbed me, and I've never loved really any of the Star Wars games. Like the odd one here and there was okay, um, but yeah, I mean, Fallen Order being um, very much like a Dark Souls type game, um, I was super into it, and it played really well. It was very, you know, a kind of fresh take on that genre, um, and it was good. And I'm very excited about this one. I honestly think because I uh, Nice of the Old Republic remake is being made, there's no way because I know the original game was uh, turn based. There's no way they can make that turn based now. Like you can't have so. yeah right. You can't have like these amazing visuals and be like, all right, you want to fight with with the lightsaber? Yeah, wait for your turn. <laughs> it's like what? No. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, no. So like this is a a case where I'm I'm totally fine with more of the same. <laughs> yeah, just uh, you know, change it up, more options, more abilities, and that kind of stuff. I definitely want to wait. Wait, one uh prediction before we go go into the game that we're gonna be we're, we're, that we're playing right now is that I I honestly think Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two is gonna be Game Pass Day One. I I have a feeling because Xbox doesn't have anything right now that they they're in that process. I know that in the process, but whatever they need to pay, they'll do something and say, yeah, you know what, it's Day One, Day and Date on Game Pass. That uh, will be amazing i agree but you're wrong <laughs> <laughs> and the reason i say that so definitively is because they still have a contract with sony right but does that would you think the contract will say absolutely you cannot have any other like exclusive deals with anyone else but us a hundred percent what if it's an exclusive deal I'm trying to think of like uh, I need to call like a lawyer. Where's the loophole? I'm sure. Yeah, they're my, <laughs> they'll figure it out. Uh, yeah, there definitely could be a loophole, but I'm I'm fairly confident that that deal is like, hey, we are partners for this period. Anything exclusive goes to us and only us. Um, you can't do anything. I, I'm sure it explicitly says you cannot do anything with Microsoft. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so um, no Game Pass day and day. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't even be surprised if that's in there. Um, so yeah, I I don't think that that's going to happen. I mean, if they didn't have that deal, I would t honestly I would be like, yeah, that's happening. Um, yeah, 
but that because they've been very explicit that they're honoring that contract and it's for another three games or something. So um, I don't think that's going to happen. I, I think that's why we haven't seen more stuff um, happen so far, even. No, it makes sense. I mean, I'm, I, let's. Part of me is like, you know what? Let's see, because it'll be awesome. Like Diablo Four day and date game pass, like oh, all this stuff. I, I, that's happening. Yeah. I think that's <laughs> happening. Yeah, that's gonna be. I'm just. I just want all these games to be available game pass, so oh, I can just too, man. not pay for them. But we can, we should talk about some of the games that we've been playing because you've been playing. You you're really in on this Final Fantasy thing right now. So you've been playing <laughs> Stranger of Paradise. And yeah, how's that going? It's good. I'm I'm not super far into it. I'm just probably like um five five or six missions in um but i'm i'm really enjoying it quite a bit a lot more than i expected uh and it's all because of the gameplay um the story well even the story is not good but it's it's <laughs> not good in a good way <laughs> like um it, it's like dumb but good dumb um and it, it's just interesting enough that i kind of you know kind of don't take it seriously, but I, I kind of enjoy watching the cutscenes and whatnot. But the gameplay is definitely what's got me going. Like the gameplay is very deep. Um, it's just it's Team Ninja, right? Uh, the same ones yeah. that did uh, Neo and uh, Neo. Yeah, Neo is amazing. Um, so this is definitely not as good as Neo. The, it doesn't feel quite as tight. Um, but like I love having like something like this in a Final Fantasy game. Like having this kind of combat. Um, makes me hope that actually final fantasy 16 has some you know underpinnings of of what is in here uh but basically like um you know it, it's kind of like the dark souls combat you know the left bumper is blocked the right uh uh trigger is a normal attack r2 is more of like a special attack you have combos um you have parry and then on top of parry you, there's this kind of whole system uh, uh, the name of what it is is escaping me but um, it's kind of it's tied to your mana so you have actually another ability that once you beat the like the enemies have kind of like a stagger bar under them so once you beat them down enough that the stagger bar is uh, empty then you kind of do this finisher move and it actually restores uh, mana and I think it expands your mana bar um, and then you can also block with that ability as well so someone attacks you you block with that ability same thing you get more mana and it expands your mana bar so you can spells um they have this massive job system with a whole bunch of trees like one thing i'll say is that if anything it's probably a little bit overwhelming and i haven't oh. been constantly playing it so it's like i kind of have to you know kind of grasp all the systems every time i go in um but i'm i'm slowly getting there but just the options there's so many options you can have two jobs at one time and it's all the classic final fantasy stuff which is which is what's really exciting about it is that you have you have your white mage you have your black mage you you know you have like uh i forget the name, exact name of the warrior class but you have you know multiple classes with you know swords and shields you have a knight a paladin uh red mage like all that is there it's all the final fantasy classes you know and love um and on top of that you get to like I said, you have two at a time. You can switch between them on, on the fly during, while you're fighting. So I'd love to have White Mage as a as like a backup one where I like I can heal. So I, I kind of have like the warrior one first, swap over to white white mage if I'm dying, back off, like cast a uh you know a good old cure, and then if you can actually um uh hold it hold the uh ability button down longer and charge it up and then you you know you do the kirga that heals everyone um but uses more mana and then again like 
tie that in with the system of building your mana. Um, and oh, and then on top of all that, you also have a dodge. Um, I mean, there's a lot to that that system, and it's it's super fun. Uh, I did not realize it was this like detailed. Oh, I just imagine, yeah. you know that meme that like the predator meme where you have two like muscle muscle men that are just holding on to each other, like grabbing each other, like when they first meet up after a while, like that little thing that's going around. So I just imagine that in like a video game form where people come together, just kind of do that once and then just start fighting everything. Yeah. I didn't realize there were systems, there were job systems that had different <laughs> mages, you were curing people. Oh man, there's so much. Like I said, there's there's almost too much. Um, but again, I it's, it's just because I haven't constantly played it enough. Um, but yeah, you have items, you have like your good old potion. Um, and then, oh yeah, you have, it, it's a party. So you have two other, two other people in your party fighting with you at the same time. You could trigger, you kind of, kind of like, um, kind of like Tales of Rise, kind of trigger them so that they kind of are more aggressive and start using some of their abilities. Like a combo? Uh, like, kind of like combo-ish. Like, it, they don't combo with you, but they kind of like go in there more aggressive and, uh, you know, kind of pull aggro a bit. Um, and then, uh, yeah, then you have gear. So actually, the one thing with the gear system is that um, you can actually, I, I almost never do this, but I'm doing it in this game because, again, there's just a lot to manage um, and there's a lot of loot. Uh, so there's like an auto-optimize button. Like, just put the best gear on me and I pretty much am just doing that right now. Um, so every time I get to a save point, I just kind of like my moment to, yeah, you know, uh, spend some talent points into my jobs um, and then I just go optimize my gear and then get back at it um and it's also mission-based like neo which is which is cool um i especially like that if i'm not going to be playing that game uh constantly that's why whenever i play like a dark souls or elden ring i kind of just want to focus on that game because yeah well elden ring at least gives you a map but in the previous ones they didn't so if you walk away and come back it's like oh where am i where do i go um i I gotta remember all this stuff so in this case it's it's you know you just jump to a mission and spend a little time in that area you leave it's very easy to get in and out so um very cool game man I, i'm really enjoying it a lot more than i expected not a great great looking game by any means <laughs> i tried playing it on pc and it looked really muddy the widescreen support was pretty poor so i just ended up getting it on playstation and it looks better there but it, it, it's still not great it's a, a little again it's not super crisp and uh it's a little dark um but yeah gameplay wise very fun Definitely a game I want to check out as well, especially after you kind of like, you basically like sold me on this game in terms of, you know, what there actually is. Uh, you know, I was surprised by, because when, it, when I looked at it, I'm like, oh, it's like basically a game that Team Team Ninja just worked on on the side because it got Final Fantasy, like the name on it. And like, you know, all like the stuff you kind of, all the trailers are, are just being mocked, right? Of like, we were talking about chaos. Like they had mentioned chaos like 18 times. <laughs> yeah, like so dumb, but so I'm good. Like, all right. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, okay, I I don't know if I need to, like, jump into this, but if the gameplay is actually that fun, you know, like, I'm, like, obviously, the the game that I want to talk about is Cyberpunk 2077, and I, again, this was a game where I was like, oh, the RPG aspect of it and the story aspect is going to be really, really fun and interesting, and the the gameplay is going to be, like, Fallout 4, you know, we were like, I guess I got to shoot stuff, but not accurately, you know, but, like, I was surprised by how much I actually enjoyed Starbuck 2077's gameplay. Um, I, first of all, like that I can approach missions very stealthily, uh, which, and I can just kind of move past a lot of stuff. Obviously, sometimes you have to attack certain things, but a lot of times you can just move past a lot of enemies. I'm like, what? I can, I can do that? Damn, like, I'm like loving this. I can like 
hack anything because I remember you told me that like that's something you can do. You can just hack anything you want. I'm like, this is amazing. And it, it's crazy. I haven't like, I, I was like the first big thing that you kind of do, which is like a heist. I even haven't, like I put in a bunch of hours in this game, but I've just been exploring. I've literally just gone through the car, put on a cool radio station. I go in first person mode in the car and just drive around. And it's so crazy how realistic or like not necessarily realistic, but how lively everything feels. This game deserves a second chance for anyone that has a PS5 or Series X. Oh, absolutely. Like, um, it sounds like they're not going to support it as much as I hope they would. Like, it, there's going to be maybe one DLC and who knows about the multiplayer stuff. Oh, I wish there were more, like, yeah. like Witcher. Um, yeah, I was hoping, like, they kind of said at first that they were going to give that Witcher level support and now it sounds like it might not. Um, but I'm with you, man. Like, I think this is an amazing game. Um, I played it when it was, like, really broken. I played it on PC, at least. Um, I get why anyone who would play it on those older consoles, like, you know, they probably should have just not done that. Um, but, I mean, yeah, I think the game is... There's so much that is so good about this game. The the Like, you nailed the world. Like, the world feels very lively. Like, um, I know on the older consoles, they... the how many people were out and about and yeah. the AI is broken as hell and all that stuff. But at least when I played it on PC, like I, I totally got that. Like you, you're leaving your room and there's people all over the place, people working out and people eating at the, at the uh, food place. And um, there's just lots going on. And, um, and just like the world looks amazing. It looks so good. It looks so crisp and clean. Um, the, all the lighting, like it remind, like yeah. I love Vegas. It reminds me of Vegas to a degree. Um, and then, like later parts of the game, when you're outside the city and you're looking in, like it looks exactly like you said. It looks like that city is alive and jumping from the outside. Yeah. Like just seeing stuff flying around it and all the lights going. Like um, they just su- did such a good job with that world. Um, and then just like the characters are amazing. Like there's so, so oh, Jack, many. I love Jackie so far. <laughs> Jackie's great. Um, man, I, I'm not going to spoil anything for you. Like there's better characters later in my opinion. Um, and then uh, like even outside the city, there's a lot going on. Uh, and then the story is very good. And then the gameplay, like there's a lot of options in there. And um i played it when it was like again there was a lot of broken stuff still like there was even like perks that didn't really were useless um but still there's just so many options like being able to take out an entire building and not even step foot in the building or you can go combat heavy with guns and um like it's just really good a lot of a lot of good stuff in that game um obviously it had a lot of problems but I, I really do believe it. It deserves a second chance. It sounds like yeah. it's getting there. Exactly. I mean, it's got it's got me hooked on it, and I mean, I'm really really loving it. I really do hope that they actually release a couple of expansions. I, one is fine, but I would be more than happy if they kind of do the Witcher route and give yeah. us like a Heart of Stone or Blood and Wine. Give me if that one expansion is like a thirty hour experience, like uh, that'll oh. be good enough for me. Give me that one thirty hour expansion, and I will go play that entire game again plus the expansion, um, polished up, and I will probably love it twice as much as I did the first time. I I typically don't go back and play games again, but that's one I, I really want to go back and play again. I I really, mean, if I'm not mistaken, it's scheduled for this year, uh, like the expansion for Cyberpunk alongside the Witcher 3 upgrade or whatever. So 
if that, that game could be the fall game. Big if that game. comes out, that would be that would be a big fall game for me personally. Yeah, and again, I, I, actually, the, the other game that I want to quickly talk about, and I think Sebi would be really annoyed at us if we don't talk about this, is is Diablo Immortal. Uh, I played this yesterday for like a little while, like probably like around like an hour or so. It's actually I was I was expecting a very muted and very like minimalistic Diablo experience. It is like Diablo three. It is like you're just playing like a regular Diablo game. Everything gameplay wise, as I I always play the monk. Like I don't know why, just like I just love playing as a monk. I just like love the move sets and everything. I was playing with a monk. I just like loved it. It was really really fun. Uh, the story has just kind of started ramping up in terms of what's happening. So I'm not fully invested in it yet. But I'm like this is just another Diablo game. I get it. But like the loot system, everything is really great. The customization is really great. The perks and all that stuff, like. And it's free. It's I'm I'm like waiting. I'm like trying to see. I'm like, wait, where do you want me to spend the money? Like, I don't like this. I don't like being lied to over here. Where do you want me to spend the money? And so far, it's been okay. So I I like I like I know you you mentioned that you played Diablo two, like not the new one, but the the older one, right? And Diablo three as well. This might be a game that you will actually find quite interesting. Yeah, I mean, I like I played a not a ton of it, probably about an hour or so, and I echo what you said. Like it plays a lot like uh, Diablo three. It plays very well. It's very polished from what I see so far. Yeah, um, plays pretty good on the phone. I'm not really big on the whole virtual controls, so I mean, yeah, I would want to play it with. Like, I'm on PC. There's yeah. no way I'm playing on my phone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's great if I'm out and about and I can I can get some time in, but I I really didn't enjoy it on the phone that much. Like I yeah. I appreciate that it played as well as it did on the phone, um, but then I went and spent the the second half hour on the PC and, um, you know, a little bit mixed on that experience. Like, like. It played super well on the PC, but at the same time, it was like, oh shit, I'm definitely playing a mobile game on my PC okay, here. Okay, <laughs> I'm glad that you said that because I I was like, oh, my, my settings must be at medium or something. I went, I'm like, oh, it's at very high. Yeah. Uh, but how do I check the resolution? Oh, I can't change the resolution. It's just, it just decides the resolution for you. Yeah. Like, what is happening? <laughs> I put it into window mode um, and I actually found it, it looked better in window mode okay. uh, than full okay. screen. So I put it in window mode and then I kind of shrunk it down to a little bit to so that the it just looked more <laughs> Shrink crisp. it down to your phone size. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so no, I had it at like a probably like a 1080p type okay. Uh, okay. resolution window. And uh, it looked, it, in that size, it looked really good. And then it played really well and everything. So like, yeah, it is solid. It's a solid game. And, and it's attractive that I can also jump on my phone and play it there if I'm out and about. Um but yeah, I mean, I am very worried about the microtransactions. I've just kind of heard yeah. stuff, um, and it sounds pretty rough later. So yeah, um, I mean, I'm going to enjoy it for what it is. I I don't think I'm going to put any money into it. Um, but you know, we'll see. I I could be wrong. Maybe I will put a little bit. I think they have kind of some stuff that I'm going. I probably I shouldn't say that. I know. I they have it's the like, it's thirty four dollars, but it looks so good. Yeah, like here's the like, oh, you spend a dollar or, or spend a couple bucks to get like, you know, whatever, twenty dollars worth of stuff. I'm I'm sure they'll get me on that. Um, <laughs> so it does it does look good. Some of the stuff looks pretty good in there. Yeah, so I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I don't want to. I, I hate going down that rabbit hole with some of these games. Like I don't want to. I spend a lot of money already on games. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, there's one game that I'm definitely falling down the rabbit hole for is Destiny Two because. Destiny 2 has some good-looking skins, 
And like there's so many times, like right now, especially when you're leveling up, you get a lot of gear that does not look good, but you just need to put it on so you can kind of level up. And I'm like, oh, I, let me just buy one of these skins and just yeah. have it, just have it for life. But I'm going to actually let you talk about Destiny 2 because you just got in. Yes. And you're a bigger Destiny 2 fan than I am now. Who, and I've been playing since like 2014. Yeah, I mean, um, I play, I, like, so my history with Destiny 2 is I, I, I got Destiny 2 right when it came out, played through it, uh, hit level cap, did a bunch of strikes and stuff. Never did go into the um, expansions. Uh, right? the expansions. Um, and I never did the raid or anything like that. It kind of fell off at a certain point. No one was really playing it. So um, just didn't get hooked on it. Um, one thing I kind of noticed that and I didn't like with the expansions is and one reason I never played any of them is that they kind of came out. It's like you kind of get that new area. You get a little bit of a campaign. Um, you're kind of in that area a lot. Um, and that was like something I kind of noticed even with Witch Queen when I first started playing is that you, there's that new area. And I'm, I'm spending a lot of time in that new area doing the same thing over and over again. And I was kind of like, ah, I was like, oh, starting, you know, it's getting a little grindy it's not a little samey um but anyways I, then i kind of you know started so as someone who has not played all the expansions and kept up with it you get into that game and it's overwhelming uh because there's so much stuff on the screen and so much going on but it's like okay i'm you know i'm this level going to the new area doing that stuff so once i kind of like um basically got through a bunch of the like when i pretty much got through the campaign and everything that's when i said okay uh, what do I do now to get the better gear? And then you kind of see like, oh, okay, I could go do, like, I know I need to get powerful gear now or whatever, right? Um, and this is where I kind of got hooked was I kind of go and look at all the stuff we do. I like strikes was a big thing for me. I, I like to do strikes. So it's like, oh, okay, I could go and do these strikes and get powerful gear. I'd go do three strikes or whatever. Um, that's cool. Um, and then at the same time, I can go get uh, gun bounties um, and they forced me to use different guns. Um, but after I do enough bounties, I level up a rank there and I get some gear. Yeah. Um, and then I can go jump into the Crucible, do three matches, which I'm not good at and not loving at the moment. I'm going to try to get into it at some point. Uh, but I just go do my three matches horribly and get some gear. Yeah. There's, oh, there's this Gambit mode. What's this Gambit mode? So I kind of look into what the Gambit mode is. And then there's a psyops thing. Well, what's the psyops thing? Kind of look into that. The new area also has replay a mission. If you replay a mission and you get some gear, and all of a sudden it clicked. What was going on was they're actually using all the content from all these expansions, and they're meaningful again, which is super smart and good because I've seen so many games do the opposite, where all the older content becomes basically obsolete more or less, and you don't get anything from it. As someone who has not played any of these expansions, I have this wealth of content to the point where I can't do it all in a week. Um, and I constantly still have more stuff to, to do and get. And I love that. It's like, um, it's just that treadmill, but it's it's constantly interesting. And the numbers are constantly going up. And I'm, yeah. I'm loving it. And I've always loved Destiny. Like, Destiny has always been an amazing game. Like, played amazing like the shoes it's Bungie. amazing Bungie knows what they're doing when it comes to fps a hundred percent man so yeah man i i'm super into it and and it clicked at some point and i was just like all right i'm buying the expansions i'm i'm going all in on this and i put a lot of hours into it recently and really digging it it's it, how they've implemented everything i i see why a lot of people have uh, enjoyed it over the last handful of years so i'm in 
ready to raid. Let's go. <laughs> With the raid, like I remember when I did the first raid or the first Destiny 2 raid, it was really fun because each area is like a different thing. It's never about shooting. Sometimes it's like, it's literally like you're playing like, uh, I forgot the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie where it was uh, Running Man. It's like you're kind of doing stuff like it's like Running Man where it's like a game show, but you're fighting for your life, but you're obviously working with your five teammates. And it's like, you know, you're, okay, you're, you're like, it's, there was like one really cool one where people have to guide you as to like, oh, this thing come, you're going to jump over it. And there's like really cool experiences. And, and I just wish that, you know, that's something that everyone experiences. So I'm really excited to kind of do that with you. But all, more than that, I really want to do the nightfalls with you because the nightfall mm. stuff is ridiculous at times. But oh my God, the gear you get is like, it's so worth it. I, I like the, the raid gear is something else because the raid gear is something that I always like love because of the, the look, the exotics you get. But the nightfall stuff is basically where it's at, like on a weekly basis. You just do a nightfall, leveled up, leveled up every single time. Cool. Yeah, man. I, I like, like I said, man, I'm enjoying everything about the game right now and all the content, um, like even stuff like Gambit. Like, I think that's just such an interesting mode. Um, yeah. And it's really fun. So, yeah, dig into this Destiny a lot more than I expected. Like, <laughs> like I said, man, hell of a game for a hell of a year for games, man. I know. Um, I'm enjoying everything, and and I still have a bunch I want to play. So, uh, I'm totally fine with not a lot more coming out. <laughs> yeah, except for God of War. Let's not jinx that. But yeah. <laughs> thank you so much, everyone, for joining. Really means a lot. Please email me at amandamangames at gmail.com. That's amandamangames at gmail.com. Welcome to all the German listeners because we have a lot of German listeners recently. So, hi, everyone. Thank you so much for, for joining. Trevor, where can everyone find you? Uh, if you want to get hold of me, you can find me on Twitter at Trevor Her. That's at Trevor H E R R. Perfect. Thank you so much, everyone. And we'll see you next time. Bye.